Hello and welcome to the Borealis Experience. I'm your host Aurora and I'm very happy to be spending some time with you today. Hmm, it is beginning of October. No, I'm lying. <laughs> it is beginning of November. I'm sitting on my couch right now recording this episode for you. I just washed my hair and it is so warm outside that I can dry my hair in the sun and it just feels like a blessing. Mm. Appreciating the small <laughs> things in life. Without sun, we wouldn't be here. And to feel the heat on my back is so soothing. So whenever you have time, whenever the sun comes back or is there where you are at, enjoy the warmth of the sun without getting a sunburn. <laughs> Today I want to talk about food. I want to talk food porn with you. <laughs> ah, you are what you eat. My dear friend, my dear listener, whatever you put into your body becomes your body, right? Your body breaks down the food and then it nourishes your blood, your bones, your skin, your muscles, your nerves, your brain. Everything is being nourished by the food that you eat. And how do you make food choices? I used to be very ignorant. <laughs> I used to go for the most colorful food and cheapest food. And yeah, I know that I need to see, eat my apple and my lettuce. Um, but yeah, I didn't really care where the food was coming from and how many kilometers the food had on its back already once I had it on my plate and now that I live in Canada and that I'm a small-scale farmer myself I'm very much aware of um, food quality like it's incredible and it's not to tap my shoulder and applaud for myself but you can really taste a difference when you grow your own food compared to the food that you get at the grocery store. And it is not that I want to make you feel bad now, because maybe you don't have a backyard, maybe you can't. Um, you know, you don't have a garden where you can just grow your food or don't have the space in your apartment. Um, but what I want to encourage you to do today is to realize where does your food come from And can you do a little bit of research and find out where the closest farm is to you and where people might put so much love and work and sweat into their little farm and they would greatly appreciate a hand um, from a city person. Or if you live on the countryside, be aware of where you source your food from. A lot of small-scale farmers take really, yeah, much love and time to tend to their animals and give them the best food and treatments that they deserve and need. 
And in turn, the food that is being sourced from these animals is very rich in vitamins and minerals and whatnot, everything that we need to be healthy, right? If you keep going for the cheapest product for um, meat that comes from industrialized farms, you accumulate the pesticides and the herbicides that the animals ate before you are eating them because it stores in our body. And as we turn 70, 80, sometimes even 90 years old, whatever we have consumed over a lifetime is being accumulated in our body and not all the, the food like the carbohydrates and the, the fats that's being metabolized and, and sometimes, yeah, stored in your tissues. But what I'm talking about is about the residues, you know, from, from industrialized farming. And some people even go so far that if the animals have been held in a very stressful environment, an environment that is not meant uh, to be uh, for animals, we ingest these stress hormones and they as well accumulate in our body and then we struggle with mental health and anxiety and depression and it is really beautiful to see how many people put the work into it now to publish um, statistics and scientific reports on how your food that you ingest is directly affecting not only your body but also your mind and in doing so your mental health. There's people out there with um, food allergies and whenever they engage into the foods um, or however you say that in English, <laughs> whenever they have a cheat day, um, they have the symptoms again, you know, bloating, sore stomach, headaches, um, excessive weight gain, but also their mind is foggy and they feel depressed and anxious and more and more people come out and talk about it now and it's it's really beautiful i find we live in a in an extraordinary time where more and more people speak up and express themselves and share their experiences and we can all learn from that plus if you decide to do a little bit of research and find out who is um farming in your community you can also connect to that farmer and we can slowly but surely build more resilient communities again. We're meant to be interacting with each other and look, the farmer might be charging a little bit more for his organic eggs or meat, but maybe you can give him a hand and then he can give you a deal. Maybe you can help him with uh, tending to the animals or asking um, asking what he needs and I'm sure that if that farmer is smart enough um, he would start a collaboration with you um, it is really extremely important that we know that our mental health is also built on connections that we entertain on a maybe daily basis but 
certainly weekly and monthly basis, if we are too disconnected from society and too lonely, then we suffer. And if we are connected to people, but they are not in alignment with our values or they just have yeah no healthy lifestyle and no sense of of good living then it influences us in a negative way so if we can find people that you know where it's a give and take then that's a beautiful thing and that's how it's it used to be and how it can become again covid is one excuse and Social media, another, you know, we, we feel we stay connected, but we are not really. And even though with COVID, we could still say hi on a distance or we could still make a phone call or a Zoom call and connect to people that we maybe, yeah, didn't really think of were in our lives or important to be in our lives um, a couple months back. So... Reach out to your local farmer and ask him if he needs a hand and ask questions how, yeah, they treat their animals. Animals deserve the best treatment ever, especially the ones that we eat, because like I said earlier, um, the quality of their life is going to impact the quality of our life and, and the way we can live a healthy, a physical healthy life and a mentally healthy life. There's also this wonderful book out there. It's called Food Fix. I'm not getting any money for advertisement here, but I am so blown away by this book. And it's, it's really incredible how it gives you a step-by-step -step guide on how you can be a more responsible, sustainable human being and taking good care of your body and your community. And he even goes so far, uh, Dr. Mark Heyman, uh, Heyman is his uh, name, to say that we can have a huge impact on global warming or whatever we believe in is happening with the earth right now um, because of food wastage and where we source our foods from. So it's a very interesting book. I'm going to put the link and his name into the show notes. And yeah, this episode is uh, to draw the attention to small farming, to make you aware that it is people who deeply care about their animals, who deeply care about the earth and They produce the most nourishing, delicious food that there is out there at the moment. And maybe you want to give it a try and start supporting them or maybe, maybe even start being involved in farming and growing food. It is deeply healing and nourishing for the soul to be outdoors and to get your fingers dirty in the soil. It grounds you and... It makes you feel so connected to not only Mother Earth, but the people that are in, around you and the animals. Thank you so much for listening to my little episode here. Take really good care of yourself. Watch the food that you're eating and know that it is deeply affecting your health, your immune system, your mental health. All right, I will be out there very soon again. 
until then, 